Hi, you're again with Volleyball Explained podcast and our edition about Italian volleyball. Here is Nicola, our Italian expert, and I'm Bogdan. I'm so this time, this time uh, our Cuban expert uh, on Italian volleyball. Ronnie is unfortunately not here, but I, I think that we both are going to do the job. Uh, this time we are going to talk about the matches between the 12th and the 14th round in the Italian uh, Championship. Uh, due to the fact that uh, because of COVID, a lot of matches has been, uh, have been postponed, we're going to comment also on the matches that uh, have been played in this period between 25th of November and uh, today. Uh, in the day of recording, this is 15th of uh, December. So we're going to comment also on these matches. There are a lot of matches from the 9th, 10th round also, I believe. And also from the, even from the 8th round. So um, the first match uh, we are going to comment on is the match between Trentino Volley and uh, Vibo Valencia. Uh, which has been played on 25th of November, a postponed match from the ninth, ninth round. And Vibo um, carried on their very amazing uh, streak of, of wins with uh, a win against Trentino as a guest 3-1. The thing here is that uh, both setters of Trentino uh, were ill from COVID. So uh, Nimir Abdelaziz, the principal opposite uh, and a former setter should, uh, should have played as a setter. Uh, of course, that caused some problems, even though Nimir is also fine as a setter, but still he hasn't played for, I, I, I believe, three, four years as a setter now. So uh, Vibo won. So uh, maybe you can start with this one as our Trentino guy, and I, I, I'll just um, add some things after that. Okay. I mean, it was one of the strangest matches I ever watched. Uh, due to the, the situation you just stated out, and Trento was without both setter, and the second opposite, Argenta, because they all tested positive for COVID. And, so Trento tried to postpone the game, asking Vivo Valencia to do that. But uh, being within the rules, uh, Vivo decided not to and, and to play the game. And that was correct to do that, in my opinion. So as you said, Lorenzetti had to move Abdelaziz as a setter, uh, a role that Dutchman played in early stages of his career. And doing so, Trento gave up its best attacking weapon. And uh, also being without the second opposite, Micheletto uh, played as an opposite uh, with um, some receiving duties when he's in the, in the back row. Honestly, with that situation, the first set of the game was unwatchable. I mean, Trento players couldn't find the right distances. Uh, for example, the set point for Vio Valencia was a set to no one by Abdelaziz with the ball f falling in an empty side. Uh, on the empty side of the court. Then from the second set ahead, uh, Abdelaziz adjusted its sets and could connect more often with his spikers. And Trento won the second set and fought till the end in the others. Uh, lost both by a break point, actually, because they ended 23 to 25 to, to Vivo Valencia. Vivo played its game. I mean, led by Rossard and De Falco, uh, played a solid game. 
and proved they are a very good team. They, they were coming from the, the success against Lube uh, five days earlier, or something like that, or a week earlier. And uh, this time uh, they played uh, against an incomplete team, but they never let the guard down and were more focused on the, on the crucial points. As Badovini, Badovin, sorry, the Vivo's coach stated out, it was also a difficult game for them because they didn't know uh, how Trentino uh, would have played. So they didn't know the whole, which schemes they would have set up. And also when you, uh, usually Vibo would have been the underdog in this game, but they had a little bit of pressure due to Trento's situation. And it's not easy to, to deal with it in the Super League at, uh, at the, this stage of competition. They did it, they won the game. And that basically it. I don't think there's something technical to say about it. Uh, maybe tactical, as you probably have noticed during the game. Yeah, uh, uh, we should we should note also that that uh, Vivo refused to postpone the game like like Padova did uh, due, yeah. to the, due to the due to the illness of uh, of Janelli and the other players. Uh, I also um, I would add something very interesting that uh, during the match, uh, like opposites played not only Micheletto, even though Micheletto played the most the most time as an opposite, but also in some rotations Dikoy and even Srech Kulisinats, even though I believe that Nimir didn't set him even one ball. And in this situation, the Libero has changed Koy and Lisinats yeah. uh, played uh, in uh, in position one as an as an opposite, or at least it's. It was he was faking that he's an opposite because he he didn't attack even one ball as a striker. I I didn't understand why they do this. Uh, I mean I mean it was it was pretty normal to leave and to uh, I don't know to receive with four and and the player who is in one to play opposite uh, if Koi or or Koi uh, or Micheletto. Uh, Piccini the the reserve setter also. Uh, uh, entered the game and in these situations Nimir was was attacking then and and Piccini was uh, was setting it was very very strange and awkward and uh, uh, most of the time a very chaotic scheme and I don't think that this was the best possible way to do it in this match honestly uh maybe we can continue with with the other matches postponed played on 2nd and 3rd of december lubec lubec uh, against cisterna cisterna is in very bad shape and maybe we're going to talk that a bit later in the end with with the with the ranking in the league but they are pretty much struggling lube 3 cisterna 0 and perugia against modena a match that uh, uh, in advance, uh, you may think that it's going to be interesting. Not a Perugia 1-3-0 against Molina with a phenomenal play of Wilfredo uh, Leon with 19 points in this, uh, in this match. So, uh, do you want to comment on Perugia Verona? Have you watched the match? Uh, yeah, I watched uh, not the entire match, but I watched part of it and some highlights. Um, actually, um, Modern, especially in the last two sets, uh, fight point to point uh, till the end. But in my opinion, they never give the, I can say, the, the, 
the idea that they could win the set. They, they gave the idea they could be even till a certain point, uh, but then they, they somehow they would have been left back by, by Perugia, and, and that's what's happened. And when you have someone like Leon, that basically, I mean, he was the, the, yeah, the best scorer of the game, and on on the other side, just Petric could live up to a to a decent game when compared to attack. But Vettori was under thirty percent, I think, or or something like that. is is difficult to win, especially on the road, even if there's no public and there's no crowd in the stands. But you know that uh, um, Spikers has got the the reference in the stands or some points on the lights when they're serving. That makes Especially difficult. on the surf, I believe it's yeah. It's, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I I remember just uh, just to 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 put it uh, maybe he, he is not the place, but still I remember that during the European Championship 2015, uh, the German national team complained from the lights in in the Bulgarian arena mats for the first matches because I don't know when when they toss the ball they uh, they are they are looking up. And up. and uh, according to them, the lights are not uh, completely uh, okay for for volleyball or something like this. So so so, I I'm not sure if if it's a if it's a pretty much a good hole is problematic in terms of attack. Maybe it depends also, but especially on surf, I believe that this this plays a very important role. So it's so even though there is no public and uh, spectators etc. Uh, guess match is a guess match. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I will say it also later when we talk about Trento and Lube, but when uh, you point by point at the end of the set, and Modena, in both in the second and the third set, they get to the 20s before Perugia, and then it's always one between Leot or Pogniski from the serving line, they racked up the break point, and they they turn the set for for their sides. Um, it, it's it's difficult uh, for a team uh, like Modena uh, to be competitive from the start to the beginning if not everybody is doing their job. And in the end of those sets, basically Christensen didn't know who to trust to to score the point. And in addition to Perugia serves and to level of game. Uh, shown by Perugia, that was the big difference between the two teams. Yeah, I believe the problem of Modena is they did, they don't have this guy. I'm going to set the ball to you, and you're going to make it. Like Leon in Perugia, uh, or uh, or Juan Torrena, or even Lao in Lube, uh, Nimir in Nimir. Trento, even uh, even for example Grozer, he's now injured in in, in Piacenza, or. I don't Lagumja. know. Yeah, Lagumja, uh, Matei Kaziski in Verona. Yeah, even, yeah. So, so, so this is this is the player. Like uh, I believe that um, Rado Stoichev once once told that that uh, Matei uh, went uh, not went, but he goes to the setter and tell him forget that there are other players on the on the court. So you're <laughs> going court. to set to me this boy. <laughs> this that's the thing. Uh, so next one. 12th round, uh, played on 28th and 29th of November. One match uh, is still not played. This is the match between Trentino and uh, Padova. As I uh, mentioned earlier, 
Падова аксептит да мачто би понспон дюто да COVID в Джанели, Аргента и другите сетър. Сперото. Другите матчи, Монса Модена, 3-1, както ми очаквахме в началото, Модена не бъде консистентна тази година. Вибо против Перуджа, тази Вибо имаше възможност да направи 3 вънни в рога против Лубе, Тренто и Перуджа. Uh, didn't happen. Perugia won 3-1. Uh, unfortunately, I was not able to watch this match, even though it, it was in my plans. Uh, but uh, no technical opportunity, let's say, it in, the, in that way to watch it. Uh, Cisterna against Milano, 0-3. Another, another loss, defeat for Cisterna. Piacenza, Ravenna, 3-1. Uh, and Lube Verona 3-1 here, I believe that uh, the only surprise was that Verona won a, won a set. Uh, Verona has a lot of problems, that's, that's a thing, and uh, we expected uh, to Verona, for Verona to be a little bit higher in the ranking. Uh, but um, this problem with the opposites, uh, Boyer left, uh, they, they took this uh, Danish guy Jensen, who is playing very fine for now, but the other, the, the reserve opposite, so, so they have only one opposite, Jensen now, because the other opposite, Kimerov, has a very tough COVID and he's, he will be recovering for, I believe, I, I believe something like three months more, so, so this is yeah, that, that's uh, what they said. Most, most of the... I don't believe that he's going to, to return in play uh, this season. This That's season. Pretty, pretty much so, I Me believe, something like that, yeah. Uh, and they have also a problem with the Libero, but I, I think that we have mentioned that uh, before in the podcast. Especially you. <laughs> you yeah, have mentioned many uh, times before. Yeah, that's maybe, yeah, that's... Uh, But uh, especially in COVID financial situations, I still believe that some players, uh, not some players, but uh, some teams, especially the teams with uh, less financial uh, uh, havings, that they, they need to, to compensate with, uh, with something, especially when you have, for example, Matej, uh, who is one of the uh, best paid in the, in the championship, you need to compensate in some other... But this is yeah. pretty normal, of course, yeah. And, uh, yeah, hard, hard to do. Uh, the other thing, uh, Piacenza, maybe we're going to talk about Piacenza a bit more. And uh, because in the last four games, they have three wins and, uh, and uh, defeat against uh, Perugia, which we're going to mention uh, a bit later. Maybe, is it, was it in the in next round? Yes, in the next, it, it is in the next round. So uh, let's go to this next round uh, to start talking about uh, this uh, Piacenza uh, game against Perugia, a uh, 3-0 to zero for Perugia. Uh, by the way, very interesting matches in the 13th round. Why? Ravenna Lube, uh, again, again, even I believe that also in the first round, Lube... Uh, yeah. Uh, second in the second round, Lube again lost two sets uh, to Ravenna. This time Ravenna uh, was leading 2-0. Lube won 3-2. Uh, Verona was leading. See, Lube didn't. Oh, sorry, I mean yeah. Lube didn't started with their best lineup. They were saving the players for the 
Champions League for the upcoming Champions League. Yeah. And then from the third set, they sub in Wantorena uh, uh, and they regain the usual balance and they win the... They turn on the game pretty easily. But yeah, we should they, we should mention suffer. maybe here that we are going to talk also about the Lube the Lube game in the Champions League uh, in the end of the podcast with uh, with Perugia. Uh, Verona was leading 2-0 to Trento, lost 2-3. Uh, another match which was in five sets, Milano against Monza, 2-0 for Monza, uh, even game 2-2-2. And uh, at the end, uh, Monza won. Monza won with a tiebreak. So, so in this uh, in this round, we had three matches in tiebreaks. Then Padova Cisterna three one again defeat for Cisterna and Modena Vibo zero to three. So, in consecutive matches with Modena, Perugia, Trentino, and Lube. Vibo won three out of four matches, which is pretty perfect for them. Uh, Perugia Piacenza 3-0. Uh, I, 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 I was joking that um, maybe our title for the podcast, even though uh, we, we chose a Trentino uh, title, should be Make Piacenza Great Again. Uh, what do you think about this? <laughs> I think that... The title itself <laughs> could have been not so lucky considering the last guy used something like that, how it ended up. But yeah, Piacenza is getting back to the position everybody was hoping for them at the, at the beginning of, uh, of the season, especially with the incoming of Baranovic on the setting position that brought in more balance for, for the entire team. Even if they're playing without Grozer, and they had to bring in another opposite, the Czech, uh, Michal Finger. Yeah, we were and joking. Uh, yeah, uh, Nicola, <laughs> Nicola is laughing because we are joking that if you if you pronounce Michal Finger very quickly, it's like middle finger. So so it's it's probably uh, we shall say that uh, the the new signing uh, of. Uh, of Piacenza will metaphorically uh, the team will show a middle finger for everyone else and beat them. And that's yeah, the, that's the thing. Piacenza is actually, I think, the second or third richest uh, owned team in the in the league. So they could uh, bring in Baranovic, they bring in a finger to to replace the Grozer, they bring in Musavi. Uh, as a middle blocker, and they could do it because uh, with Baranovic, which is an Italian setter, uh, they have the three Italians on uh, uh, on the court that are needed for the uh, for the league, which are uh, Baranovic, the libero Scanferla, and the middle blocker Polo. So they could uh, start in Musavi uh, in replace of uh, Candellaro. Uh, since the the beginning of the game, and Musavi is playing very well, especially uh, in blocks, which is his best skill that we we all seen while he was playing for Iran. Yeah, uh, like uh, uh, a totally unuseful information. I believe that Musavi Musavi. I, I'm not sure how is it pronounced See, in 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 Iranian way. in Farsi. Uh, is one of the seven or eight volleyball players with more than like 1 million followers in Instagram or something like this, but I'm not sure. With Maruf, uh, 
Maruf Bruno. or this uh, Bruno, uh, one of the, uh, I'm not sure about Nishida, but one uh, Filipinian uh, volleyball yeah. player, uh, I don't know how many, uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, totally unuseful. Uh, that's about, unfortunately, I didn't watch any match from this. Uh, no, um, yeah. I'm lying. I watched a bit of Milano against Monza, but Milano without Patri, they are playing with the Canadian Mar as an opposite, and Ishikawa uh, and Basic and now Tine Urnaut also playing as receiver. So, so it's hard uh, without without the opposites and Monza. Maybe it was Ishikawa Chia. the opposite hmm? against Monza. I think it was Ishikawa who started as an opposite against Monza. I, I'm and not exactly what? sure, but they played with uh, with uh, Weber. See, who, they, who is the they keep rotating. Yeah, so so, so. this this, this uh, doesn't help, I believe. Um, so so Monza won uh, eventually. Uh, yeah. The other match postponed and played on the 9th of December was uh, Ravenna against Verona. Uh, zero well, to maybe. Three. Uh, yeah. We should say a couple of words about uh, Verona and. And Trento. Ah yes, yeah, oh yes, oh yes, sorry. That it was the, the first game after the Champions League campaign for Trento. And finally they have uh, back Giannelli. But uh, ju- just not to make Lorenzetti's life too easy, uh, it's quite time to skip the game <laughs> due to an abs injury. And uh, as you said before, Verona won the first two games, uh, sorry, two sets. But before saying what I think about this game, uh, did you watch it? No, no, I, uh, I, oh, okay. I didn't. So, yeah, it's yeah. Because we, 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 yeah, we okay, don't. No. Uh, let's let's say it loud. Uh, in Bulgaria, we don't have the chance to watch a lot of matches, so we are not choosing what to watch. We watch what we can. We <laughs> really could. Yeah. Not but, not well, that in, many. Yeah, in the first two sets. Uh, Verona played an essential game uh, with a great team defense. They play a high-level defense. Okay, uh, so so to... so inter- interrupt you. Uh, if you want for uh, volleyball explained to watch more matches uh, from the Italian league, you can uh, if and if you like our content, you can uh, support us in Patreon, and so we're going to uh, to pay for a subscription in Eleven Sports. But but still but still the the best the best matches uh, the the most interesting matches are are broadcasted in uh, Rai Sport and we don't have the possibility to to watch Rai Sport so it's it's uh, very tricky but but yeah, still su- support us at least for the matches in in the eleven sports yeah on the Rai Sports one you should rely on me yeah <laughs> I could watch it for free here yeah. in Italy well back to the game. I said Verona uh, played a very essential game in the first two sets and led by Jeskin, especially Kaziski, which was, in my opinion, the first two sets was a stellar level. It, it looks like the 2011 Kaziski, uh, you could set up a two-way blocks, a three-man blocks, uh, the back row attacks, it doesn't matter. He just kept on scoring and, and gathering points from Verona. Trento by his side looked like a little numb and they made a lot of mistakes. Eight in the first set against Verona's five and ten in the second with Verona four. 
if you consider that both set has been won by Verona by a break, 26, 24, the first, and 25, 23, the second, or vice versa, uh, Trento basically shot itself in the foot alone. <laughs> because they gave up uh, two sets due to the mistakes. From the third set ahead, uh, Trento raised their level in serving and attacking, cut down the mistakes, and comfortably won the set. Uh, there was some argument in the in the tiebreak, uh, which involved the two great ex Stoichev and Kaziski, um, because uh, while the the score was uh, uh, Trento up uh, three to two, um, there was a disputed ball that was called a net fault on Spirito rather than on Lizinat, uh, as Rado and Kaziski <laughs> obviously wanted, and Rado got a yellow card, Kaziski got a red card, so a point. For, uh, for Trento, who widened their gap. Uh, eventually, Verona tied up at seven, but then Abdelaziz and Micheletto serves, uh, created a new gap and led Trento to the victory. In my opinion, that game was very important for Trento and for the next game they played for, for three reasons. Because uh, one, they kept a winning streak after the Champions League. So winning help winning, like many sportsmen would say. They recover from two sets down, so they, they don't let the, the game slip. And they shown a great uh, unity uh, as a team. Uh, they could have uh, drawn, but they braced themselves together and, and they win the game. And even more important, from this game ahead, Lucarelli started player as the world-class player we all know. Because not just against Verona, but as we'll see, against Modena and against Lube, it made the difference. It, it was the Lucarelli trying to pay it for, actually. Uh, I, I believe that he, he just need time. I mean, yeah, you need time. especially in COVID times where, where uh, he, uh, I believe that uh, he went to, to Italy uh, a little bit later. So, so you need yeah. time to st- uh, uh, to stick with the team, to start playing, to to know your uh, uh, your teammates, especially big, uh, due to the fact that uh, there are a lot of problems uh, consistently. Matches are postponed. So there is no rhythm. Janelli uh, was out, etc. So, so, so I believe that to, to the next year we can expect to Lucarelli to be to be full power. Uh, and you should also consider the fact that uh, the national team didn't play. So usually the South American players, when come to Italy, they are a little bit more trained than the European ones due to the the matches played by their national teams. Uh, this summer, that didn't happen. Uh, other than that, Lucarelli suffered the death of uh, of his father. So it also has to, to come back from a, a very tough uh, personal situation. And then you just need to adapt. I mean, we're talking about the Superliga, the Superliga in Italy. We're not talking about the amateur uh, tournament uh, back there in the courtyard. That's the most demanding league in the world. I don't know if you remember, but two years ago when Leal came to Lube for the first two and a half months, three months, it was the, the shadow of the player is now playing at. I mean, if I don't get wrong, in the first 10 or 12 games, it just got, went uh, over 50% in attack once or twice. I mean, it was, but you have to adapt. And that, that, that's the, the most demon, demanding uh, league in the world. You, very few world-class players came down, came there in Italy and since the first game, they tried to dominate. 
Because by the way, by the way, talking about the, uh, the 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 lack of matches during the during the summer, and the national teams uh, played no matches. So I was thinking about making a special edition uh, Christmas, New Year's edition, like a summary of the year. And uh, uh, seconds after that, I realized that I don't have anything to summarize. Because, <laughs> because we had, uh, we had uh, a lot of, uh, most, of the, most of the, of the championships were uh, stopped, canceled. Some of them were just uh, the champions were pronounced uh, uh, according to the to the uh, rankings in this moment. Then no no, uh, no national teams uh, games, and so then the, just the the, youth. the 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 league started in uh, in September or uh, October. So so I don't think this we don't have anything to summarize almost. Uh, okay, uh, I started, uh, but we needed to 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 do the Verona Trento uh, match with Ravenna Verona zero to three with uh, no Jensen uh, in the squad uh, due to the fact that he was uh, not registered when the match initially uh, should have been played, which is exactly. a little bit strange for me. But I don't. I that's the rules, and uh, yeah, uh, like a lawyer, uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that that rules shall we fall. Um, uh, as Parukhov, as, uh, the Bulgarian, played as an opposite uh, with very few points, I believe, but still uh, fine. Uh, and uh, great uh, Matei and uh, uh, Thomas Jeske still. Uh, it seems not uh, as a big win, but we shall remember that uh, Verona lost to Padova, but still beat uh, Ravenna, which uh, uh, which is pretty much uh, the the better team of the two. So maybe Ravenna is making uh, Verona is making a step a step uh, in the right direction. Uh, next one is the is the 14th round, uh, and uh, here two matches uh, were not played. Vibo against Milano uh, due to COVID in Milano, I believe, and also the next match of Milano against Trento is also postponed, I believe. Yeah. Uh, due to, and Monza Verona also not played. Uh, the other matches. Um, all of them in three sets, Piacenza against Cisterna. Uh, here we have made Piacenza great again. Again, uh, another idea for the title, but um, it wasn't to be like, uh, is there a way out of Cisterna? Because I think that they have only five points. Yes, five points out of 13 matches, which is awful for them. And they changed even... Uh, uh, coaches. So Tubertini yep. was changed with uh, Slobodan Kovac, but things are not working even with Sabi also back. Uh, it's uh, tough times and uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Despite, I like a lot both the middle blockers from Cisterna, Zwark and Kripp. And the setter is Bulgarian, but uh, as, as some people say, when everything stinks, you, you uh, take out the setter. The reserve setter of uh, Cisterna is the 41 years of age, Daniele Sotile. A very tough situation for them. Modena Ravenna 3-0. Eventually a win for Modena, uh, Padova Perugia 0-3 to and the match we are going to uh, talk more about Trento against Lube or 
I should say you're going to talk about it because I still didn't watch it. Trento against Lube 3-0. Smashing for Trentino and uh, yeah. It, it, yeah. Even a little bit surprising because uh, the first match, the first match is, it was 3-1, I believe, 3-1, 3-2, 3-1 uh, between the, uh, Lube no, and 3-0. Trento. 3-0 from Lube. 3-0, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely. But actually, before Trento Lube, there was Trento Modena, because uh, in the in the middle of the week, on the 9th of the of December, they oh they played they, uh, yeah, yeah they played yeah, uh, and that's that was the game that set the the the, the new pace we could call of uh, of Trento, because uh, Trento Modena. It was a one-sided game. It ended 3-0. And Trento led from start to the end with a great performance from Lucarelli and a team effort from the service line. Uh, Modern on the other side was terrible in attacking and receiving uh, with all the group of these outside spikers. Um, Gianni played Petric and Lavia from the beginning and then subbed in Karlicek. None of them went over 27% in uh, in attacking, I mean, if your most reliable attacking player is Vettori, you have a big problem. And even if Vettori <laughs> played a very good game uh, uh, against Trento, persona non grata of all of us <laughs> for Vettori. I, maybe maybe I don't I don't I don't I'm not sure, but probably he he has a darts uh, in his home and with our uh, faces on it. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. uh, probably yeah. But, but yeah. only the first set was undecided, um, mostly thanks to Modena comeback in the last points, but, but Trento took it. And then in from the second or third ahead, the usual amount of aces from Abdelaziz, which has been um, from the service line, has been a threat for everyone. Right now he's leading the the ranking as, uh, of serving aces more than Leon. Uh, two, two more than Leon with Two less game, uh, two games played, respecting him, and uh, Podrashenin did a did a great played a great game. Uh, Lucarelli, uh, Lucarelli was, uh, I would say, um, I mean the the game against Verona could have been uh, how do you call it the the white fly, uh, something that happened once uh, once every ten game, but then he showed again against uh, Modena. The, the, the is improving, uh, and the, the the game ended in less than one hour and, and thirty minutes. Gianni at the end of the, the at the end of the game, in the interview said that we shouldn't pick up on the on the, the outside spikers because they they led the team for the first uh, first segment of the season when Vettori was sleeping, and a, a bad game shouldn't shouldn't affect them but actually that was the fourth I think consecutive defeat for Modena before the game you mentioned against Ravenna which they they won easily mm-hmm. most because Ravenna basically didn't show up yeah. <laughs> Modena Ravenna was uh, so terrible from Ravenna that at the end of the game Bonita uh, excused himself uh, in behalf of the, the the club and the players how, how bad they, they, they played it was Unwatchable. In in Bulgaria we say white swan. So this is this is maybe the opposite of black swan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So 
uh, and Trento Lube. Trento Lube. What, what, happened, what happened then? This is this is the most important poll. Yeah, it, it's a pity that Ron is not with us because uh, <laughs> uh, maybe... <laughs> maybe he's hiding. No, no. I, I mean, I'm uh, I'm pretty balanced with the. Uh, with with the judge, uh, but Ronnie on the other side, when he has to say something, he says something without looking who's talking about. I mean, uh, it was a similar game to the one against Modena, and Trento served way better, eight aces to one, and was on point of reception, letting Giannelli setting the play he wants. Just to give you uh, the numbers, Trento ended up with seven, uh, 62% in attack, which is by far the highest score against Lube in this season by any team. So the, they, they outplayed the, the block in, in Lube. Lube suffered a very bad day from Juan Torina, who just scored three points with 15% in attack and was subbed in by, subbed out by the judge who played cover, but he didn't do a lot. And uh, that invalidated another great performance by Leal and Riklitski, who which in the past five, six games, they're playing at an incredible level. Uh, Luber reception was very low. Uh, De Seco couldn't use this middle blocker as much as he wanted. Uh, Simone and Avani attacked just 10 times combined, which is as many times as Liznak alone attacked on, on, on Trento's side. Uh, the, the fast ball and the first tempo were impossible to, to make. Uh, Lucarelli was the MP on the game, but today, the game has been played yesterday um, when we're recording, uh, everybody underlined uh, Micheletto's performance. It was solid reception, uh, showed some great solution in attack, and at the end of the game, Podrashen in the interview told Blengini, Italy national coach, he should bring Micheletto to, to the Olympics because uh, <laughs> at the level he's playing... Uh, it's uh, it, it would be a pity to to leave him out. How do, you compare, of... how do you compare Micheletto in his age against uh, Pipolanza in his age? There's there's no comparison. I mean, Micheletto is uh, over two meters tall, and Lanta was smaller. And to receive uh, low balls by a guy that high is something that you you see very rarely on a on a field. And uh, he's having more occasion to play due to this strange situation in Trento, COVID and, and the injuries. Then had Lanza, because Lanza was the backup from, for Kaziski and Duantorenian. As, as you imagine, in the first years, is basically watch the game from, from the bench. But back to the, to the game, uh, the turning point of the game was in the first set with Lube up uh, in 1919, Simone had the ball to make a two-point gap, but sent his attack in the net. And unfortunately, full Lube, he's also sent Abdelaziz on the serving line. And the Dutchman <laughs> provided a 4-0 run for Trento that helped them win the set. Uh, as well as Leon did many times for Perugia, this time was uh, Abdelaziz. In the second and the third set, uh, Trento took an early lead. Uh, Lube came back, reducing the gap to one, two points around the 20s, uh, but Trento hold on and win the sets and the game. And that's a big victory for, for Trento, who didn't uh, uh, beat Lube in regular season uh, since the November 2016. 
So it was four years that Lubet basically uh, get uh, the the whole points every time he, he met with Trento. It's the sixth consecutive win for Trento. And it's also a statement then saying that when the, the game will count for a trophy, Trento will be there. Uh, right now they have a deficit in the in the table because of the bad start. I still think that will they will easily end up on the third place because right now there's seven points uh, back from Lube, from Vibo Valencia, which is on the on the, no, the third. Uh, four, four, four points. Uh, yeah, because they played because Vibo Valencia didn't play the game. Yeah, and they recovered. Yeah, only but only four was, points with with one uh, one game match. to play. Yes, yes, one match. Yeah. Left, so. So I uh, consider that match is a away match against Ravenna. I'm pr- pr- pretty sure that Trent will close the gap to one point to Vibo. And then they racked up way more points than they did in the first round. So I still think that Trent will end up on the third uh, place of the table. They should be. Yeah, <laughs> they should have been even higher from <laughs> considering yeah. the, the team they provided. But we know all the difficulties they have. And hopefully... They they keep on running, but the next game is against Piacenza. So <laughs> yeah, that's a... we'll see. It's another tough uh, tough exam, and the game after is against Perugia. So let's say you it know, will be in... the clash of, of our titles, or at least <laughs> exactly, uh, proposals exactly. for titles that they yeah. couldn't brief. <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's talk about the ranking uh, with uh, most of the. Of the of the teams uh, have played from eleven to thirteen matches. Only only Modena has played fourteen. Uh, so Perugia is leading. Uh, then Lube uh, five points less with Vibo with twenty two, Piacenza twenty one. Perugia and Lube has respectively thirty six and thirty one. Piacenza 21, Milano 20, and Modena 20, but with uh, two matches more than Milano. Monza and Trento with 18, Verona, Padova 13-11, Ravenna 7, and Cisterna on the last place with uh, five points out out of 13 matches. So still, I I believe that it's not that suitable to talk in detail about about the the ranking. it is much better than three weeks uh, ago when uh, when there there was a discrepancy of I believe that four or five matches between the teams. Now the biggest discrepancy is between the teams of eleven matches against Verona with fourteen, but it's still better than than before. That I believe that if things are going in this direction, but still we have these postponed matches of uh, of Milano. It's possible that uh, maybe with a month from from now we're going to have more or less an even uh, even ranking in terms of the matches played. Uh, let's have also some words uh, for Lube Perugia in the Champions League played on the 8th of December, 3-1 for Lube. I, I still believe that this match is not that important since uh, both teams are going to... Uh, to to be in the next, the next uh, in the next round easily for me, uh, but still it's a it's a game against uh, not against between 
the, the two best teams according to the ranking uh, so far in uh, in Italy. Uh, I also put and in Europe, in the, I think. Yeah, mm, yeah, probably taking into account that uh, uh, that Italian uh, clubs show that they are better than Russian clubs, so I believe that uh, that they are the best. This is not uh, something to be uh, to be disputed. Uh, I I also posted in the in the Facebook page of volleyball explained that. Uh, Lube tried a uh, very interesting scheme in blocking, not, not that uh, rare, but still with Leao and Tosmani Juan Torena blocking against Leon instead of against the opposite. And uh, Adia Di Cecco uh, needed, needed to block against, uh, against the opposite of Perugia. And like as opposites of Perugia played three players, Atanasiewicz started the match, but he's not in that shape uh, for now. Okay. Uh, uh, Ty Horst and uh, Vernon Evans, Evans, the the third opposite of Perugia. So uh, it's interesting. See, that, which is actually yeah. So Vernon Evans, which is actually the the, the second opposite because the Horst has yeah, been he's thought to be an upset spider. Yeah. <laughs> so it was interesting that that uh, Dragan Travica didn't use. Uh, a lot uh, the opposite option with the check blocking and this is at least strange for me uh, and uh, it, it is absolutely sure that that Lube was the better team in, in this uh, in this match even though they are uh, they are war in the ranking in, uh, in Italy what do you think about that uh, about the game itself uh, yeah it, you, you said it clearly I mean Lube Lube was best, uh, and uh, they they put out the bad team effort during the old game, uh, the entire game, while uh, um, Leon was uh, on point for, for Perugia for the entire game. Plotniski was not so consistent, and then uh, the opposite uh, on the opposite role, Terost was the one who scored score more points, while uh, while in Lube. Uh, Leal played an, an amazing game, in my opinion, and he was the one uh, that Checo looked at when the ball, uh, when there were heated ball, when, as we said in Italy, palle scottanti, so the one you have to score to to secure the the point and arguably the the set or 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 the game. Um, Lube, especially in the third set, which is the one they they win with the the the, the greatest gap, um, showed that uh, as long as they could uh, rely uh, on a decent reception, uh, because Lube in the past two games uh, faced probably surely in Italy the best two teams when it comes down to swing, Perugia in the Champions League and Trento. Uh, in the league, and they did way better against Perugia than than they did against uh, against Trento, and that was shown in the second set when, when the reception was uh, in the sorry in the third set when the, the reception was at, at the highest for for Luba's game, and and they they win it easily. Uh, then in the last set was up uh, point to point uh, until the twenties, I think. And, and it was decided by one ball, two balls. That would also would always happen between uh, great teams. That one ball that could decide uh, 
the set and the game itself. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe that we need to uh, spend more time on this because uh, we're going to have more, uh, more important matches in the, in the future in the Champions League and uh, probably we can have also a final in the Champions League again between those teams. It's not, uh, it's not uh, impossible. So let's go to our traditional rubric then. Volleyball lessons in Italian and uh, let's see what are you have to introduce us this time. Yeah, um, the three words of today could still be related to the to the rally we started to to two episodes in the last two episodes. Um, so when we talked about uh, we we pretend to to start a rally and after the server. And there's the reception and the set by the setter. Uh, if the reception is good, the setter could decide between uh, <laughs> a fastball, which is a, a pallatesa in, in Italian, or palla veloce, it could be used both, uh, both, uh, both words, or a high ball, which is a palla alta. And if the spiker succeeds in scoring the point, uh, he gets the side out, <laughs> which is cambio palla uh, in Italian. Okay, uh, that's absolutely perfect. And uh, the next time, maybe we can uh, proceed with what happens if the if the other team is defending the ball or something like this. Uh, okay, that's uh, uh, that's all of it uh, for uh, for today. Uh, maybe the next podcast will be in the new year. Uh, maybe not. I'm not not sure, but I, I I still believe that two three rounds will be played until the new year. So so we can we can do the the, the next podcast about the Italian league in the first days days of 2021, which we hope that is going to be better than than this one. Uh, and uh, if this is the case, uh, especially from the, uh, from the team of uh, Volleyball Explained Podcast Italian Edition, uh, we wish you uh, a very, very Merry Christmas and, uh, and uh, a, happy, a Happy New Year. And uh, in German, I believe that it's a very uh, good expression that uh, a very uh, good, uh, uh, I don't know, glance. I, I'm not sure how the, how the English word is into the new year. So uh, sliding maybe, very good sliding into the new year. So, so this, this will be needed, especially in these uh, tough COVID times. Uh, if you uh, like our content, you can follow us in all of the pages of Volleyball Explained, uh, Pivoli Di Volley, and also Cuban Spike in Facebook. You can also follow Nicolas uh, Pivoli Di Volley in Twitter, and also our channels uh, Volleyball Explained and Cuban Spike in YouTube. And if you love, like, and uh, your our content is the best for you. You can also support us, our course in Patreon, in order to be possible to, to watch also the Evan Sports matches, which are again paid and not broadcast in YouTube for free. Uh, thank you again for uh, watching and uh, probably still listening. You can do it also in the podcast platforms, uh, Spotify and all the other. Uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor, and many others. Thank you, and I hope that you're going to listen to us also the next time. Bye-bye.